This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your coaching journey. In today's episode, we'll continue with internal blockers and we'll address the number three, which is assumptions. Assumptions. We all make them. We may even need them in absence of many information, and yet so many times they are there just to block us. We don't know, so we assume. An assumption is something that we accept as true in absence of proofs. As long as those assumptions are based on some factual information, usually they could help us. In order to take a decision, for example, we need data, information. When we don't have enough data and information, we assume some missing parts. We imagine what could fill the empty spaces. The key being not to make it any worse than it is, nor to make it any better than it is. When we assume something to be better than it is, usually there is a lot of risk involved and therefore some consequences. 
While some people deal easily with risk and even have an appetite for it, therefore going in dangerous places is not necessarily an issue for them, most people are a little more risk adverse. When we assume something, we, by default, take a risk. Yet, when we assume something it's worse than it is, this is when the trouble starts. And interesting enough, most of us do this a lot. We don't know, so we assume. We have no proof, but we convince ourselves it's this way or that way. Instead of accepting the unknown and deal with whatever it comes, we assume, and that may have some important consequences. Sometimes those consequences are emotionally heavy and they stay with us for long, which is absolutely normal, as in general, all of us, we want to be happy, to have positive healing, growing emotions. And overall, we are not very comfortable with what we may call negative emotions, feeling of sadness, anger, frustration, desolation, disappointment, etc. Because of that, we as human, we tend to avoid going into situations that may be too risky. Risky in the sense of making us feel not so good. Fear starts to become natural when in connection with specific actions or decisions. And most of the time, out of that fear, we prefer not to go back there, not to experience something like that again. And all that makes sense. It is absolutely normal for a person who has suffered in the past to not want to suffer again in the present or in the future. It is also normal for a person to associate some of the suffering with specific circumstances. In the same time, when we do those associations, what may happen is that we cut ourselves from new experience. Did you ever notice how in similar situation we don't react the same, we don't feel the same. Two people may go to the same movie and they come out with different feelings. Same with you as an individual. You may have noticed when going back to a place you used to know that is not longer the same or it's not necessarily the place that changed. Most of the time is the emotional perception of that place that changed. Sure, it may still have some nostalgia or tenderness, yet it's not longer the wow place you have keep so close in you, in your memory. It's no longer giving you the same feeling. And we kind of accept that with kindness, isn't it? In the same way, when we suffer from something, some may have been afraid of some animals or specific dark places as a child, let's say, and going back to them, we just smile. How could I ever be afraid of this? I mean, doesn't ring a bell? We all have those examples. Most of the time, that specific dark place did not change. Yet, you, as a person, changed. What did change specifically? you are not longer the same person. You grew up, therefore you cannot longer experience the same thing. Whatever you know made you afraid as a child, when you look back now, 
with your grown-up eyes, it is okay. It makes you smile. Nothing there to be scared of, isn't it? And yet, sometimes we keep ourselves in those fears for years and years, afraid of even going back and just check on how real that place was, how dark that place was, how dangerous that place was, and what we were really afraid of. And all that makes sense, by the way, because some emotions, they stay in us for long, sometimes for very, very long years. Something hurt us as a child and we never went back to check it. The other day I was at the swimming pool with a dear friend and while she really, really enjoys water, she is afraid of it when she cannot touch ground. She was kindly sharing with me an episode from when she was a child and some kids as a joke, you know, push her in the water and she was afraid of dying. It must have been a violent experience and it does make absolute sense for her to feel terrified as a child of actually dying from that experience. And by the way, she could have died. And even if now as an adult, she realized first, she did not die. And second, she enjoys water and her fear may keep her from a much more enjoyable experience at the pool, her brain it's automatically bringing back that experience in order to protect her. Now, when I ask her how much is she afraid of putting her head underwater, she even demonstrated that was not the problem. Yet, as soon as she does not touch ground, she starts agitating, impossible for her to relax, and she feels like drawing, like she could not float on the water is not the reality, it's just the assumptions that she will not float. And despite trying multiple times, she keeps agitating and not floating, which is just a permanent reminder and confirmation that swimming is not for her and she better don't push her in that direction. It's too much effort. It, it's, it's very tiring when we think about it. And we all had some experience in our past and normally we all resonate with that. It can be fear of water as my dear friend or of, of cats in my own case, even if now I actually want to have a cat or anything that affected us as a child. Although these are some easy examples to connect with, some of them stay with us for long and keep us from experiencing a life at full potential, having a fulfilling life experience exploring life, love, success from a different level. In the definition of internal blockers, an assumption goes like this. Because something happened in the past, it will repeat exactly in the same in the future. And when that touches something like love or friendship relationship, it can not only have a traumatic effect, it is also very much keeping us from even trying again and see from ourselves the reality and have that amazing, fulfilling and real, real life experience. Let me take an example to make it more practical of what assumption may be and how it may operate. Providing your first love have cheated on you. It makes sense to keep thinking 
all of your partners will cheat on you. That means every time you go into a relation, you know, I mean, you know for real, as your fear is bigger than ever, that the new partner will cheat on you. And maybe it may be so strong in you that the way you actually manifest or you are in that relationship can be or could become self-sabotaging. And even eventually you may even find your partner growing away from you, wishing for something else, not, own, not wanting to develop that relationship with you specifically, and eventually finding someone else, and even, you know, marry that person for God's sake. When we look from an objective angle, like it was someone else's experience, we can easily see the patterns. Yet, from inside, it does feel completely different, and our pain is bigger each time we try. And eventually, we stop trying. We convince ourselves we are not made for relations. We don't deserve to be loved. And you know what? I better stay away from it. I'm better by myself. How many of you resonate with this? You see why this specific internal blocker is so much deeper and powerful than the previous two, the limiting beliefs and the interpretations. This blocker is so much in us. It's our own pain that is reactivated every single time. And it's our own life examples. It's not something we read about it. We've been there. We've been experienced this. I did try. Believe me, I did. And it was always the same story. I hear this over and over with my clients. And yet, here are a few questions you may want to address with yourself. First one, factually speaking, in your life, could you find at least one example that was different? Maybe when you were younger, you had a crush on someone who was really great with you and, and even if that was innocent love, is still something there. A different example that is still part of your own life. Second, in total honesty, how true is the story you tell yourself? What are the facts you base yourself on? What are the feelings or opinion you attach to it? And most importantly, what is that story telling about yourself? Number three, when you think about it, how do you know how your next story will go? The future did not happen yet, so it cannot be true. Question number four, how true is that the person who is listening to this podcast right now, yes, you, is the same person who felt so much pain years ago? And finally, last question, how much do you really want to have a different life experience and change your story? All these questions, even if it's not so easy to address them, have a power of challenging your way of thinking and allowing you to see a different reality. The truth is you are growing every day. What may need to change is the story you tell to yourself over and over and over again. Yes, 
you may have had a difficult childhood. Mom and dad were not perfect. Well, guess what? You are right. Yet, how long will you allow your past to define your future? How relevant is that? What other assumption you could have? What if we accept what it was and decide to move forward? Yes, your parents were not perfect, yet here you are. Yes, you almost drowned when you were 10 or so, yet here you are. Yes, your first boyfriend or girlfriend left you and you were heartbroken, yet here you are. Here you are, my dear, and know this, we all have our past and we all have our own internal blockers. They are deep and with us from long time ago. It makes sense to feel them as an absolute truth and reality and be afraid of trying again. And by now, most probably you may say to yourself, believe me, believe me, I do want to change. I did try so much and every time was the same. And I do hear you. You probably did try. And yet, how much did you believe when you tried it that you have this, that you got, you got it, you can do it, that you can and will have a complete different experience? This is what we want to change. Something you are convinced to be true even now and that will repeat in the future. When we allow your future to unfold without trying to control it, without trying to predict it, without trying to sabotage it and prove you right, so many things can actually come to you. To break the habit, you may want to work with a professional coach. I, I keep saying that over and over, but simply because when it comes with internal blockers, we are very much in our own heads and we tend to believe our own stories. What we want is to change that story. What we want is to be in a mindset that allows us to see other angles, gives other explanations, at least accept we don't know what the outcome will be. Assumptions are more personal than previous blockers and they involve us more intimately. And in order to move forward, even now, here are a few steps you may want to try. Step number one, look into that past experience that is holding you back. Find one example. What did you learn from it? What new skills you developed because of that pain or that painful experience? Step number two, challenge yourself on it. What are the chances for my past to keep repeating? Why must it happen again? Once you answer that question by it doesn't, go further. Who is in control of my life? What decision may I take today? Step number three, get used and even become friend with failure. Yes, you did have that terrifying experience. I do hear you and you tried again and you probably failed again. So what? Now what? How long are you going to be afraid for? And try this simple phrase. 
though I tried and failed before, I know much more now and I'm perfectly capable of winning this time. Step number four. It is easier to try new things when we are in a state of mind that is different. When coming from a victim energy, what are the chances for you to succeed? Why not putting yourself in a different state? Why not having faith this time? Changing your mindset or, or state of mind if you want when trying new things is one of the keys for different results. We cannot obtain different results from the same, let's say, victim mindset that created that bad experience in the past. And by the way, for those asking, there are plenty of ways to change your state. It can be through music, uh, through sports, through talking with a dear friend. Yet, overall, it is just a matter of decision. Decide that I have that choice of seeing myself as a victim or accepting that not everything is in my control, yet I can still enjoy today. And finally, step number five, whatever the story you tell to yourself, and that is not working, why not telling yourself a different story? Your life is not over yet. Your story is not over yet. Instead of defining yourself by your past and foreseeing a future as a repetition of that past, why not use assumptions in a positive way that serves you? Please take these five steps as your homework. Go into your past and see something that is holding you back and you are convinced that will repeat exactly the same in the future. Go to the questions above to challenge it and to these five steps to change it. What decision and what action could you take today, no matter how small is it, to break that old pattern and put yourself in a different mindset so you can change your story and therefore your results? Sometimes all that it takes is some new examples, a proof that is opposite to your previous experience. And that takes faith, courage, and time. Be kind on yourself while doing this exercise. Those assumptions, as we mentioned, are there from very long time. It may take a while to change them. Yet, you got this. You are this beautiful, brave adult that is listening to this podcast right now. You are so much more than your own internal brokers. You are here, you are alive, and you have the power to change your life. And like always, I want to leave you with this final thought. Actually, it's one of our coaching principles, in fact. Every single time we have the opportunity to check where we are and decide if this is where we want to be. Where is that you want to go from here? Write your story. It is yours to own it. Like always, thank you for listening and please, please do share this with someone that may need it today. Till next, enjoy. This is your coaching journey.
Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.